Hello and welcome to The Conjecture in a Horrorish Podcast. With me this week we got Laura. Hello. We got Greg. Hello. And I'm your host Rob. How's everybody doing? Good. We're already, already busting up. Doing mm-hmm. good. Doing I mean, good. Greg's like, hello. Hello. <laughs> Greg's really getting into his uh, different voices he gives us and things like that, different characters. Uh, so he just, yeah, he decided to sound like a little, I don't even know what voice that was. Oh, that was mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Yeah, it might be a moth. Maybe it was a moth. Maybe it was a moth voice. I'm not sure. Yeah. It's injured coal. <laughs> Indrid, Indrid Cole. 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 Yeah, Cole. Mm-hmm. it's a little preview of the movie we're going to be doing this week. Uh, but yeah, before we get to the actual title of the movie, we got to do uh, everybody's favorite segment. What's in the cups? <laughs> you never not laugh at it, Greg. I think Greg literally forgets we have this drop every time, and then we do it, and he's like, "Oh man, he's like I forgot." Indrid Cold. Indrid Cold? That's I heard cold every time and wrote cold. Indrid Cold? That's what we said. C-O-L-D. Oh, no, C-O-L-D? Said cold. Oh, I, thought, I said cold. I probably said cold. Like the temperature, oh. like burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Indrid Cold. It's freezing okay. in here. All right, speaking of things that are cold, what are you drinking, Laura? Ooh, I am Let's double see. fisting. Let's do it. Okay, <laughs> I am drinking. <laughs> um, okay, so my first drink is a red wine. It is called Freak Show. It's a cab mm. from Lodi, California. And I've also made, uh, I've, I've made Greg and I these wonderful Moscow mules. I'm actually going to be pouring some here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get a Moscow mule, but that's okay. That's all right. Well, <laughs> you're sitting over there with your fireball, Jameson. I don't even know what's happening. So. Oh, no, that's, that, that's Greg yeah, from, uh, from previous. No, it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's all right. Uh, so, Greg, we know what you're drinking, but you can repeat again. What are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking uh, something called a meal on fire, which is no, a Moscow meal mixed with a fireball. You know Laura like made that for you, and you just like ruined it by putting a fireball in it. I've got about three ounces of, of delicious mixture still left. So. And then like eight ounces of garbage. Garbage to you. Mm-hmm. One, oh one man's garbage is another man's treasure. <laughs> sure. Okay, Greg. Laura, so Laura is so bewildered. shocked right now. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe you just did mm-hmm. that again. This is the new theme, you what? know. I don't I know. Mean, ew. I have to make a new drop with Greg Fireball Greg or something oh like God, that. Taste that. I, I tasted the last one. And it doesn't it really taste like didn't peanut butter. Good. You again. keep saying peanut butter again. There's no way it's peanut butter. I it keep just saying smells that. Smells like like hot tamales again. Gross. And it's warm. What? Uh, gross. Oh God, that was fault. disgusting. You guys are disgusting. Both. Of I'm not disgusting. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Well, you drank it, so you... Oh, God, it hurts. You're complacent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the big deal is. I think it's terrific. <laughs> it's a great audio sound for a podcast. <laughs> like it. That There's going to be another another end sound bite there for everybody. Gross. I feel like Laura's going to have all the end sound bites. She's having so many good noises she's making. Uh, yeah, so I'm drinking... Uh, I'm just drinking back to Jameson and Dr. Pepper. Uh, back to my Dr. Rob from the first episode, I believe. Uh, back mm-hmm. to that. You know, not trying to get too crazy like these two. Mostly Greg mixing Fireball with anything Laura makes him. You guys got to think outside the I'm box. Sorry. Outside the box. I'm sorry. <laughs> this shit? This shit fucks. <laughs> Laura pointed at Greg's drink and said it fucks. So, it's, yeah, it's going to fuck up his system. It's really fucking me up right now. It's going to fuck up his stomach. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to die. Oh, my oh God. man. Um, <laughs> so I, don't, I have no segue. Oh I have God. no segue to that. All right, uh, let's get fucking going. Yeah. And uh, 
<laughs> we don't really... Oh, we do have one uh, follow-up from previous episode. I did want to mention uh, from Don't Breathe, we were talking about what the blind man's name was. I think I said it was like Hunter Hunterson. It was something generic like that. So we looked it up and his name was Norman Nordstrom. Which, to me, Hunter Hunterson, I think, is better than Norman Nordstrom. You know? Uh, I think in the credits, it did say The Blind Man in the credits, which is surprising that they just didn't give him... I mean, it's a dumb name, I guess. Maybe that's why. Yeah, they may have assumed that you didn't catch it. I mean, none of us... Well, you did, but we didn't. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Yeah. I caught you. Yeah. Caught you, Alvarez. That's the, that's the director's <laughs> name, Alvarez. Mm-hmm. I caught him. happening? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's I let's love keep the disconnect right there. <laughs> it's like he's in a wall. <laughs> I just look shocked. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know what he's talking mm-hmm. about. Okay, let's 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 keep let's keep going. Let's keep going. So let's get to what movie we're going to be discussing this week. This is Greg's pick. Greg picked uh, 2002's Mothman Prophecies. Mm-hmm. So, Greg, uh, why did you choose this movie? I really do not have much to say about why I chose it, except for the fact that when I watched it the first time in whatever, 2000, 2001, whenever it was made, it just creeped me out. Um, And I, at the time, I remember it was really well done. I thought it struck a certain chord in me, and I thought it was very different than other horror movies at the time. And I have not seen it since, and Mm. my memory holds it in high regard, so I thought Mm. we need to watch it again and uh, see how it holds up. Can I ask you a question? Go for it. Is it a horror movie? Well, no, I guess a better question would be why do you consider it a horror movie? I guess oh. is it and why is do you it consider and it? Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you go back to our uh, quasi definition of, of horror movie, the way that we look at it, um, and the way that I specifically look at it, is if a horror movie is something that incites fear, terror, uh, unsettling feelings, makes you scared or disgusted in some extreme way. Um, I think it's considered a horror movie. I don't think that it places properly in the horror genre. I think most people wouldn't consider it a horror movie. But I think that uh, given that it's based on, or rather it's inspired by certain real-life events in which many people die horrific deaths, I think that uh, it it qualifies it as, as a horror movie. Okay. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, kind of like we talked about with uh, last week with Don't Breathe, very suspenseful movie. This movie, to me, is very suspenseful. It is. Very suspenseful. Very. And, and to me, that, that goes hand in hand with horror. That, that's why See, I would consider this a horror movie, because it's just so suspenseful. I mean, it's all, again, it's all very subjective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that the other genre I'm about to mention, like, very blurry lines into horror, but... If you asked me, I would say this belongs in the psychological thriller genre. This is a psychological thriller. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people can can consider psychological thrillers horror. But for me, this... And I'm not saying it was bad. Very suspenseful. Very... Tons of anxiety watching this movie. But again, I I would not say that this is a horror film. We'll, we'll get into no, that. we'll good. get into what happened to me yeah. after I watched this movie, and and you will believe this is a horror movie. Okay, we'll Holy get we'll shit. get into that a little bit later. Alien invasion or what? We'll get into it in a little bit later. Oh, okay, we'll get into it a little bit. All right. So yeah. So before we get to the actual movie, uh, we're gonna get. Uh huh. 
We did have a moth fly into our house after I watched this. And you're Are just you making serious? no, I swear to God. And I didn't think anything of it. But if you're about to tell the same story, then mm-hmm. I'm about to freak out. <laughs> By the way, I have a story too, but I'll, I'll tell you guys. Holy mm-hmm. shit, did we all we all have like a, we also say the name. I'll say it. Oh, mm-hmm. Save it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You're gonna have to go back what? on your words. You're gonna have to go back on your words. All right. Uh, okay. So before we get to the selected movie this week, it's time for our horrorish segment of the week. Uh, this week, um, <laughs> we got a horror. Oh, we got a question for you guys. So. Greg really wants to play more games. I love God, the games. Greg I just likes the games. That fireball mm-hmm. taste out of my mouth, Greg. Mm-hmm. And you never will. You ruined my life. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. it happens. <laughs> oh, God. Don't pat the tiger before he gets out of the cage. Wow. What? Interesting one. <laughs> is gra- is, does grave diggings come out? Did grave come out? Get back in your I fucking don't... coffin, grave. God damn you. You're supposed to be Greg right now, not grave. Mm-hmm. All right, so the horrorish question. Horrorish question, all right? All right, horrorish question, Okay. I think Laura's going to get to go first on nope, this one. I think I'm going she... last. I refuse to go first. <laughs> All right. So the question I came up with this week is uh, what uh, not um, what not used animal, insect, uh, some type of creature would you choose from to make a new horror movie? So pretty much like this movie we're doing is Mothman. So definitely is based on a moth. And there's other movies that, you know, snakes are probably an easy mm. go-to or... Uh, creature from the Black Lagoon, it's kind of lizardy, you know, stuff like that. So just an animal, a creature, insect that hasn't been used in a horror movie. And we're just talking about generally. Uh, so what do you think, Greg? So it's an animal or insect that has not been used. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. When I think about it, uh, typically this question boils down to two types of categories, and it's usually an animal that's been mutated or it's been genetically altered or just you know just straight up oversized right like i'm thinking jaws anaconda Mm -hmm. uh like plastic like just giant Mm -hmm. animals that shouldn't be as big as they are um or that scientists have basically fucked with their dna to make them crazy and big or it's uh, a type of animal that you can get in large bunches that they're overwhelming and they're dangerous like birds or piranha so if it had to fall in one of those two categories, it's tough because I don't know, a lot of animals have already been taken and usually it's pretty cheesy and gimmicky. But for me, I would probably pick something that you would not expect, like um, a sloth. They just hang out in trees. They hang out in trees and they don't move, so you would pass under them without even thinking twice. And then spontaneously, they just come out and they they claw you. They've got like wow. those ten inch claws, mm-hmm. and then they, they're like Freddy, bam! Mm-hmm. Spontaneous sloths, yeah, Damn. sloths. Oh my so, God. so it'd be so sloth. Good. So it'd be sloth man prophecies. What? <laughs> 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 the sloth man prophecies that's you know, horrifying though that's honestly scary. that answer wins everything mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a good no answer. Way. i want to hear yours rob you want to hear mine okay all right mine uh you know the, the the one i thought of quickly was of course like a tapeworm you know just because i know there's like the the wives the wives tale about a tapeworm so like if you have one you can like hold food like an inch from your mouth and it'll like come out of your intestine and like grab the food i'm pretty sure that i'm pretty sure it's not true but that just image is so fucked up to me that i was like oh that's already a horror movie um so i thought that one so we could do tapeworm prophecies if you wanted to Ugh. um 
My other one, of course, oh. would be like a crossover with a centipede, and then you could do like human centipede tapeworm. So <laughs> something like that to where, you know, <laughs> the, the uh, well played, sir. Well played. So then, I like the probably. you know the the tapeworm would be popping out, but it'll be like going into somebody else's butt. You know, so like that's oh, I, that's. I I hate your gut so bad. You know, well, you know, um, <laughs> so that was, that was uh, so strategic. Know, I loved it. I mean, they could do centipede uh, prophecies. You know, I think that's already been done. That's already been done technically. Uh, but yeah, I thought tapeworm. I thought tapeworm would be pretty fucked up and different. You know, Jeez. that's a good one. Anything to do with a parasite mm-hmm. is uh, yeah. is terrifying because you can't. They're they're not exterior to you. They're inside you. You know, um, mm-hmm. and and you. What are you gonna do? They're in you. That, that was the that that's was the, the tagline of human centipede. Was they're inside you? Yeah. <laughs> what exactly? What happened to this question? I we have gone in different direction. And I am very upset. Uh, okay, Laura, you get to follow that up. So, uh, yeah. what do you, what do you got? What do you I'm got, Laura? Glad you guys took it there because you made me realize that I'm going to go a much more majestic road, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a liger, a li- like a like a lion tiger. That's right. That's a liger. Is that a real thing? That's not a real thing, right? Thick white liger. Wait, is that's not like a real creature, right? I think it is, but it's it very is. rare. It is? Yeah. I've seen them at the zoo, San Diego Zoo. Oh my god. I just remember it from like a Napoleon Dynamite. I didn't realize it was like an actual real creature. Yeah. Holy shit. You wow. see this beautiful liger and then terrible so, things happen. So liger <laughs> prophecies? It'd be liger prophecies? Liger So prophecies. they have the best traits of, of both species mixed into one. They're like the ultimate Make hunting animal. Li- so deathly yeah like they're just top of the food chain exactly i think when you look at the liger you become so perplexed and confused because you don't know if you're looking at a lion or tiger you remain motionless and you can't move and you're you're paralyzed at the sight of this majestic beauty and it just comes up to you you know without even leaping and it just tears into you and you can't move because you're stunned by its beauty Yes, tears into oh, your soul. Wow. It's almost like a Medusa yes. concept. Yeah. You, know, you look in the eyes, but it's just, instead of being frightened, you're actually just like, this is so beautiful. Oh. And maybe you even feel a sense of being calm oh. and happy. And oh. then it just fucking destroys you. Dang, wow. That Lord. one you takes the cake. Different direction. She beat us. Yeah. No. That was good. I, <laughs> I think Wathman takes the yeah, I do agree. I think Slothman, like that, sounds like legit. If I saw Slothman prophecies as like a a movie, tra- a movie like a trailer or something like that, I'd be like, oh, wow, I think I have to see that movie. You know, um, oh, that's pretty awesome. It definitely has to take place at a DMV, though. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, okay, those are good, good answers, you guys. Good answers. Um, yeah, to the listeners out there, you guys can hit us up with your answers to the question. Uh, you guys can contact us uh, contact us by email at conjecturingpod at gmail or hit us up at Twitter and Instagram at conjecturingpod. All right, so let's get on to the movie. Uh, it's time to flap our wings and get to the Mothman. Cute. Let's get this going, you know? Uh, all right, so the movie we're doing this week is Mothman Prophecies, 2002. I'll let Greg tell you who the director is in a little bit. Um, but budget was $32 million, made 55 That's pretty good there, you know? Definitely, I think we were talking about it's based on the cast. Like we say, we got Richard Gere, we got Laura Linney, we got Deborah Messing. Uh, who was the other one you mentioned, Greg? Will Patton. Will Patton. Uh, so definitely a big star-studded cast, especially for 
2002. Yeah. You know, they're all at their prime at that point. Right. Or maybe Deborah Messing was just starting. I don't know. No, she was at her prime. I only knew her from Will and Grace. Yeah. That oh, was before 2002. Oh, yeah? oh, wow. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, nice. Um, so let's do um, uh, Laura's recap. I mean, not recap, but... Synopsis. Synopsis. Okay, Mothman Prophecies. Um, it is inspired by true events. Mm-hmm. Don't say based on true events. It is factual events mm. that happened. Well, and actually, I do believe that it was based off a novel, which was inspired by true mm-hmm. events. So it's like the story yeah. gets a little water. Yeah, because I, I, I read this too as like something happened, something actually happened. Then there was a book based on right. the actual events. Then the movie is yes. based on the, the based novel. on of the novel. Yes. So you're getting what what is that third person yeah. right. retelling of this? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I would say it's probably embellished a bit, but yeah. uh, but our, but our, our viewing of the movie is not really to base it on right. what actually happened, but the yeah. movie itself. But yeah, yes. Okay, so movie kicks off with the husband and wife clearly in love. Um, they get into a horrific accident, and right before the accident, the wife um, sees something very terrifying, which we later find out is like a, like what the Townsie people call a mothman. It just looked like a man and a moth, and very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, she unfortunately dies due to a brain tumor, and the husband is a reporter, um, and he he basically gets himself. Uh, he doesn't understand how he gets himself, but he gets himself into this town where other people are having this vision. And he pretty much realizes that people are having this vision and it's a symbolism for impending doom. Um, So as a reporter, he wants to start, you know, uh, getting a story on this. It's obviously very personal to him because of his wife. People start thinking he's crazy and shit just gets crazy. Mm -hmm. Shit gets crazier, yeah. Because he ends up in, what, Point Pleasant. Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Point Pleasant, West Virginia. I'm, although I'm confused. Sometimes he's in West Virginia and sometimes he's in Ohio. Like they kept showing. Really? Yeah. Ohio? Was it Ohio? I don't Clearly remember. Clearly, I'm terrible at a fucking. The geography. Point Pleasant is like near the border of West Virginia and Ohio. Oh, maybe so that's near why. there. Mm-hmm. That was so one some, of yeah. Okay. Oh, Which is it's like lo- located on the Ohio River. Oh, so that's yeah. probably why you're here in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because sometimes they point, they were like pointing at a map and showing Point Pleasant, and it said Ohio. Mm-hmm. It didn't say yeah. West Virginia, so I was just getting all mm-hmm. confused where he yeah. was. But anyway, yeah. All right. Yeah. So good. Uh, good synopsis, Laura. Uh, this movie is interesting. I feel like we're all. I don't know. I don't know what your guys, you know, ratings are. What you guys are thinking yet? But as far as Rotten Tomatoes go, audience was fifty six percent. Very low to me. Hmm. And Critic was 52. Hmm. You know? And so it was just kind of like, wow, that's surprising to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I got a quick uh, review, which I thought really set up this movie really well, from Adam Neiman of iWeekly. This is from 2002. It said, basically an extended episode of The X-Files with, with Richard Gere playing both Mulder and Scully roles. <laughs> you know? That's which funny. I, as I love X-Files, so you know I was what? just like, this okay. Was- Totally mm-hmm. X-Files. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it really was. Mm-hmm. And I know that that that's was, funny. it sounds like that was a negative review. I don't know if I would say that's negative. Like, I it, love X-Files. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. It was very similar. You're playing yeah. both Mulder and Scully. That's mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, that I like funny. that yeah. review. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, that's a good, they're talking, making fun of it, but it, that's a good review. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. yeah, I mean, uh, Greg, is this your movie? You want to start? Yeah. You can start off, Greg. 
I really in- enjoyed this movie. Uh, if we look back at the things that I maybe didn't like, just to start off um, critically, it would be that I thought the pace was a little bit slow. It's a it's a 120 minute movie, which is two straight hours, which most movies I don't think are two hours even nowadays. But it was two hours, and you get a lot of um, you get a lot of material about thing weird things happening. This happens over and over again, and for the most part, those weird things are hits. They they get you and they they weird you out, and it, it just adds to the mystery. But it it does feel like to me that it was kind of slow paced, and sometimes the payoff wasn't there. But um, if you can sit through the the slow. Sp- of the movie and just be more patient with it as opposed to a lot of movies now which are just like you know they people have short attention spans now they mm-hmm. just want to get action and change in, in story all the time if you're able to sit with it this movie is great I thought that right off the bat the cinematography was amazing you guys have to mm-hmm. agree with that yeah. Yeah. one thing that I, I loved was the director Mark Pellington he he's on, gone on record by saying that he looks at this movie as a creation of sort of a you know his experiences in doing music videos. So he looked at the movie as a creation of a of a musical number to where you have ups and downs and you have to measure the pace and the flow of the tone of the movie moment to moment and also think about like holistically if it makes sense so that's one thing like I, I love seeing balance in movies where you don't get too inundated with a certain amount of material it's not too scary too much too fast but you get a little bit here a little bit there and then by the end of the movie you've arrived at something that's really connected with you on a certain level and it's entertaining um, and that was like sort of his position going into it he he said that he was never interested in making, quote-unquote, a creature or science fiction movie. Mm-hmm. So you, when it was funny, you think Mothman Prophecy is probably the first thing you think of. Oh, it's like I'm yeah. you know, going to be about a mutant man-moth who's terrorizing <clears throat> people, but that was never his intention. Yeah. He uh, wanted to... He's called this movie a psychological mystery with a naturally surreal overtones, which... Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly what you described. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's not a horror movie, but... um. Traditionally yes. speaking, but uh, it was very un- unnerving. By the time you got to the end, I thought it was like very haunting. There's so many moments that just get to you. Yeah. Um, so Pellington, he was asked what he wants people to get from this movie, and he didn't even say he wanted to scare people. Mm-hmm. He said he just wants people to have a fulfilling ex- film experience, and that's it. Mm-hmm. He just wants people to enjoy it. And, you know, knowing that it's not probably the most, like, profound movie that haunts you three or four days after you've seen it. Yeah. He just wants you to be like, you know, when you get to the end, you thought it was good and it connected with you on some level. And I, and I got that. I thought it was really good. Um, Richard Gere essentially plays a, a, a reporter from the Washington Post who, after his wife has been killed in this, uh, you know, from a, a brain tumor that was, he thinks, spawned by... The car accident in which she saw a vision of a Mothman. He goes to this small town and he sort of inge- uh, investigates the mystery of the Mothman. And people are also seeing him, and um, they think that the Mothman is sort of a harbinger of of destruction and death. Um, I thought it was really great, and there are numerous parts in this movie where 
something really spooky and mysterious happens and I don't know about you guys but I was just constantly like on the edge of my seat yeah. throughout mm-hmm. the entire movie yeah. despite it being two hours long <clears throat> it was great that's like what you're saying I didn't to me it didn't feel like a two hour long movie even though you guys are, you're Greg is talking about like the slow pacing I was just on the edge of my seat the whole time so it didn't feel that long it felt quick to me it didn't feel that long, you know? I mean, half the movie, my eyes are closed, but, you know, that's, <laughs> oh that's a different... We'll get into it. We'll get, it. We'll get into it when it's my turn, but, yeah. What about you, Laura? What do you think? Okay, so I had seen this once before. I saw it right when it came out. I remember I watched it at a friend's house. Um, and for whatever reason, I remember it being boring or not thinking it was cool and just, like, just... I think I even remember, like, people were falling asleep during it. Hmm. So I had very, I had a very negative idea in my mind. And, you know, half the movies on Grace List, I was just like, really, man? Like, this is lame. <laughs> so, of course, when he was like, we're going to do Mothman, I was like, oh, God, all right. So I watched it first because I was thinking, let's get this out of the way. Mm. And it just so happened to be on a day that I had off. Um, so I was home alone. And I, know, I knew my husband was like, well, going to want to watch it with me. And so I watched during the day and I got ready for my notes and holy shit, it was the middle of the day. I'm watching this movie and the way my living room is set up is, you know, the TV's in front of me and then I'm sitting on the couch and directly behind the couch is a big window, which leads to the street. So there's a window right behind me with activity, but I can't see it because I'm facing the other way. And windows also have reflections. <laughs> and we just so happen to have a bird feeder on our uh, front porch, which is where the window is, with, we get tons of bird activity. So bird sounds are coming in and out <laughs> constantly. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching this movie and I think I was so just like, this is gonna be so lame, that I was shocked at how, uh, anxious I was and how much I jumped. I mean, there's so many jump scares. Really? And not jump scares like things popping up saying boo, mm-hmm. but like the imagery yeah. that will just like flash mm-hmm. across the scene. Mm-hmm. The, so many reds and blacks mm-hmm. and what have you and like the, the noises and the sounds were incredible. There were scenes where there was like breathing sounds and then all of a sudden I would hear little birdies behind me and I, I just, the whole like two hours, I was just looking over my shoulder and like looking <laughs> out the window like, what? behind me what the fuck is back there so it i i was like i think i even texted you guys after i was like i was wrong this movie mm-hmm. that was pretty big of you to this, move, that. this uh this, of mo- course, this yeah. movie fucks this movie fucks um i mean obviously do i think it's like the best movie ever no not really do i think uh what it's based off of is really interesting yes i find this subject matter very interesting i agree it's very much like x-files um i don't i don't like care that much about richard gear he's whatever um i really like laura linney really like deborah messing she doesn't make it very long through the movie obviously. <laughs> yeah laura linney mm-hmm. is great but um Something I didn't like is Richard Gere has like a tick in this movie. Maybe he has it in other movies too. He blinks a lot. He just will like blink, 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 blink. And I I just like, 
it got to a point where it drove that. me fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't wait to come and ask Rob if mm-hmm. he loves Richard Gere because he always kind of like attaches <laughs> to an actor. And then he blinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he blinks weird, man. But um, Sometimes that maybe that's mm-hmm. part of his acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so overall I was pleasantly surprised at how this movie uh, played out the second time around. Um, I am, again, really interested in the real story and the actual, like, happenings and footage that did happen in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Um, so, But, for example, obviously in the movie, it's very over-dramatized. So when he's having these phone conversations with... So they explain that the, like, the Mothman, it comes in any form to different people. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's light, sounds, images. Sometimes it could be a man, a monster. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be different for everybody. Um, but he gets a phone call from this Indrid Cold, and I guess that was based off of uh, something that actually really did happen to somebody, and they were getting phone calls. However, in the movie, everyone else can hear the Indrid Cold on the other line and mm. saying his vocal cords aren't human. Oh, yeah. This mm-hmm. is some weird frequency. Mm-hmm. In real life, there are recordings, but it's all static. Mm. You know, so we don't have, obviously, that much proof. Mm -hmm. So um, I really like all that. But there is one thing that I loved about this movie, and I don't know if I want to jump into it now. I might want to save it for later. Because it's pretty deep. Save it, save it, save it, save it, save it. Yeah. Let me me get into my bit about this movie. Uh, We talked about in the first episode uh, that I don't really watch scary movies for the fact that I am a scaredy cat. This is definitely the first movie that we've watched that scared the shit out of me. Um, You know, it was jumpy. It was the suspense. I mean, like you talked about, I mean, I have notes on here about just the imagery was so well done in this movie. And and even like you're talking about like the sounds they were using, that makes a lot of, that makes a lot of sense of Greg saying the director is from a music video background where he has to think musically think about that sound he said sense. he wanted to make a spooky film using space sound image and atmosphere oh, yeah he which succeeded. he definitely succeeded on and all actually that. i wrote down that this in 2003 this movie won best sound editing motion really wow yeah that's 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 not surprising at all yeah, yeah. i mean there's just yeah this so like i said from the from the jump the use of red appears in almost every scene mm-hmm. i mean i i start noticing the beginning because it's pretty obvious yes. and then it gets really like subtle subtle you T- know talk about what is scary about this movie like the fact that richard Gere had an unexplained amount of time that, that got to me is that that's that's, right? that's pretty quickly in the movie where he loses that amount of time. He doesn't know how he got to this city. It's impossible that he drove this amount of time, this amount of distance in this short amount of time. That instantly was alien to me. It sounded that's, like an abduction. That's, that's like, from abduction. Yeah. So that instantly makes me like, be like, God damn it, you fuckers. You know, <laughs> like, you got me. Like, I'm fucking scared already and nothing's happened yet. Yeah. You know, other than like the original like image that Deborah Messing, they kind of show it, you know, yeah. a little bit. But even that, it's not like that scary. Oh, you know? that to me was the biggest jump scare it, 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 it was sure, for sure. it was yeah. it, not it, it like was but you know it like more like the unseen was freaking me out more than yeah. the scene in this movie uh, but yeah once they do like the time jump I'm like god damn it you know like you fucking scared me right away you know <laughs> and then yeah i just keep watching this movie it's just yeah all the suspense there are there's literally 
when it starts getting to the second half of the movie where you're talking about where uh, Richard Gere is getting the phone calls and he's like looking in the mirror and just you're waiting for it to pop out. You're waiting for his reflection to change, for something to be behind his shoulder because they kept doing it. Mm -hmm. They kept reversing the shot and you kept thinking if when they're going to reverse it, he's going to be behind him. And those scenes, I closed my eyes. (laughs) I had to close my eyes. I had to close my eyes or I had to look down because I didn't want to see like the reveal. I didn't, I couldn't see it. I didn't want to see it. I wonder what you missed then. Well, there was nothing there. They don't, they never showed it. Well, no, there were times where you got close to it toward the end when his reflection didn't like match up with his movements. Do you see that? And then when he got mad and he slammed the door, then Mm -hmm. you got a little whiff of the, Oh really? See, I probably did miss those in because I was closing my eyes at that point. Yeah, you have to really look for it. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to see it. At that point, I was like, I don't want to see. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see the reveal, you know? And it was just like freaking me out. I just didn't. Yeah, so this movie, man, is so good. So suspense, you know? So, like you said, as much as you're going to talk about like psychological thriller, psychological, whatever, to me, this is a horror movie because I was scared shitless. I was scared Mm. of this movie, you know? Wow. I was scared. And we'll talk about later, we'll get into a little bit later about the aftermath of this movie with me. And what happened after? I want to hear it. Was there something that you didn't like that you didn't like at all? That I didn't like, Mm, man. I would say as as much as I say it moved quickly, I would say the last maybe fifteen minutes was a little too like jump back and forth too much for me. You know, I would say the last fifteen minutes it could have been cut out or they could have edited a little bit at the Mm -hmm. end there. You know, like he goes back to his house and he's waiting for the wife to call, yeah. and then you know she calls him. The uh, Laura Linney calls him, and then he goes back. And there was parts there where I'm like, oh, it could have, you could have gotten quicker, yeah. a little bit faster there. You know, especially coming off a lot of suspense, and that's just kind of like a wrap up. Yeah. You know, you want to get to the end scene on the bridge. You want to get to yeah. that. I feel like some of that stuff you didn't really need. It's only my only gripe would probably be a little bit of the time at the end. A little bit you of- know what bugged me was, was, and I don't know where this places in the sequence of other movies who have that have tried to do this, but like the whole like scribbling a scary image in a notebook thing. I, oh, that, oh, they all have the images? I get kind of tired of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you've seen half a dozen movies if not more over the last 10 years who that, that show the notebook of a child or you know or a piece of construction mm-hmm. paper where the child has drawn some really creepy yeah. figure on the wall and it's like mm-hmm. boom and this one had like lots of that yeah. mm-hmm. sure it was probably one of the original movies to try to do that and it was based on you know uh, second hand stories of people who try to draw what they actually saw yeah. mm-hmm. but like it's still it was like you know when Deborah Messing after she had died they showed her notebook and it was like well, where did you get all the charcoal to, and, the t- and the time <laughs> like, from, an artist, artist, from an artist from an artist over here to, to draw the mind. Yeah, she was so that, yeah. she became mm-hmm. like a sur- like Raphael like a, mm-hmm. a, a surrealist painter mm-hmm. and, and I'm like and then all of them looked the same that kind of got mm-hmm. trite you know, mm. and you know, and you got that artist perspective on that nitpick and artist perspective. I was just like, oh man, totally. Really? You didn't man, f- give me some charcoal. I was sketched off right now, I think. After I watched this movie, and I was scared. They were creepy. Mm-hmm. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about that. But I thought, like, I've seen that in a hundred movies where yeah. someone goes, oh my God, it's a scary, it's a scary mm-hmm. sketch by someone yeah. who didn't know what they were drawing yeah. a million times. But that was like my only gripe. Mm-hmm. The rest of the movie I thought was, was good. All of those moments where you were hit, you were hit with a scene where there's no way to explain it. It felt very like Bermuda Triangle. Oh, the one, that one that got me too was a uh, what's the guy's name that the house he kept showing up to? Gordon. 
Yeah, and he's like, he's like, he's been here three nights in a yeah. row, and this and that. And he's like, it's not, it's not me. And he's like, yeah, it's you. I mean, like at that point, you don't know what's going on. Right. I mean, later on, you, it seems like it was the Mothman coming and looking like Richard Gere, yeah. or what's his name was just like not, you know, wasn't no, no, it, it was a Mothman that had come before Richard Gere even got to the town, and he was visiting. Gordon, but he was looking posing like as him. Yeah, it's like right. A prophecy of he's going to come to town. Yeah, right. That's what yeah, I thought. Oh my god! I actually, mm-hmm. because Richard Gere has no memory, and then sees his own footsteps. I assumed Wait. that he actually did visit and didn't remember. Wait, I didn't. I don't remember that scene where something where he saw his own footsteps. He looks down and sees footsteps, and he's like, "Oh wait, shit." Are these my like? Oh, I don't think it was because the next the next morning after the, the the sergeant brought him back to town, he called his coworker and he he was like, I don't know how I got across the state of West Virginia, going the speed that I was going mm-hmm. in that amount of time. So the the time was accounted for, but it was like how he got to that space in that time, which mm-hmm. wasn't. So mm-hmm. I don't think he he was actually there. I think it was injured Cole, which was because it seems like yeah later on the injured Cole guy can like sound like people and yeah uh, he, he clearly looked like deborah messing in the one scene where he was literally the wife walking in so he can take people's forms or be you know visually what he wants to be so maybe he was visually looking like richard gear like, you t- know talk about what is scary about this movie like so it's based on this book uh, that this guy wrote about supposedly true stories that were occurring in this small kind of appalachian town west virginia right where people apparently saw a creature that looked like a man mixed with mixed in with a moth and so i looked into a little bit of the history of it and obviously the movie embellished a lot um specifically with regard to richard Gere and laura linney and who who was who and who who was doing what but one thing that was true was that people who reported seeing the the mothman did have problems with their eyes and their ears oh either like they that one kid like kid if they had seen it yeah the kid if they mm-hmm. had seen it or reported seeing it their eyes become like became dry and they became stingy and then sort of watery mm-hmm. and they became infected or their eyes would actually their ears would bleed mm-hmm. if they had heard they thought they, they had heard it speak so um that supposedly was what was going on in this small town and you're being asked to believe this yes as, as a viewer and obviously it's one of those things like it's folklore. You're up. It's up to you if, whether you, you believe it or not. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like I think your tendency is to say, well, small hick town. It's like talking about Bigfoot. It's obviously them yeah. trying to mm-hmm. stir something up and, and gain some excitement mm-hmm. in the town. But um, according to the the notes and the, and the record, like the guy that wrote this book thought that the people were very believable, and he kind of and he believed him. Yeah. So that was what w- was so scary about it, and. Um, that was pretty much what you experienced from the beginning to the end. Richard Gere essentially goes to this town and he tries. He's essentially trying to understand what happened to his wife. Yeah. His wife, before she died, she suddenly developed a, a brain tumor. And, and it wasn't sudden. Do you remember when she's in the hospital, the doctor actually says, oh, you've probably had this for a very long time. Yeah. So that actually kind of bothered me because then I was like, well, then what caused the accident? It almost seemed like she saw this thing because of the brain tumor, and that caused the accident. Right. Or was it warning her about the brain tumor? I mean, it, that yeah. part was kind of messy. But, but that's why like, I think <clears throat> the director talks about this is a psychological uh, mystery, yeah. right? Yeah. Mystery. Right. 
because you just don't know, you know? Like the doctor said, you, yeah, the doctor is like, yeah, you probably had this for a long time. Like clearly you haven't been checked up in years, right. but you don't know. The yeah. doctor's like, because the doctor is, yeah, the science, the doctor is like, oh, it's not from a moth, man. The doctor is like, no. this is probably what happened. Yeah. You know, not thinking like, oh yeah, a moth put this tumor in your like, brain. There's, there's you no know? causal explanation. Like right. Richard Gere at some point in the movie tries to locate the expert on this paranormal activity that yeah. has looked into mm-hmm. the, the moth man and he asks him, well, what is the purpose the purpose of the Mothman is he trying to, is he the one that's causing the disasters that he's prophesizing mm-hmm. or is he trying to warn me about them so I don't think it's either if you think about the, what happened to Devin Wrestling you can't answer yeah. was it the Mothman that caused it or is he just warning you that it's happening they, yeah. they don't really give you an answer yeah. but that's like the drive of the movie is for you to just ponder on the mystery of yeah. it yeah yeah got from those scenes mm-hmm. a lot like I wrote down a lot of the things that that guy told him mm-hmm. like it just answered so many of my questions and I just felt like it was so good like he was like well uh, let me try to find it he's like why you know why am I seeing them now or why are other people seeing them and then he's like well if you just so happen to notice them then they notice that you notice mm. them so now they're yeah. going to keep coming mm-hmm. I love that yeah. that just oh so good mm-hmm. and so this is what I wanted to get into um, I I'm not notoriously like a super religious person, but I do feel like I do kind of enjoy like the paranormal. And I I guess I am kind of spiritual in that way. Like I do feel like there's just, I mean, this is very deep conversation again. I don't want to get like, Oh man, let me get, I don't want to get like, let's talk about meaning of life and life and death and who's Mm -hmm. there and who's not. Wait, let me get a Laura digging, Laura digging. Laura digging. Hey, Laura, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. You got Laura's coming out of her grave. Yes. Okay. But All right, Laura, I will great. tell Laura you digging. that for my whole life, I have had a theory. And that theory is that I think some people, for whatever reason, can sense or see or hear or feel something. Is it a spirit? I don't know. Is it a demon? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. But there's mm-hmm. just something that out there. Extra perception. Right? I'm not tying it to religion. I'm just saying... Yeah. Well, I mean, you can. Mm. I'm not, though. I'm saying it's spirits. Let's just call them spirits, okay? Let's think of that. But I've always thought to myself, people are born with this. I truly believe that. I was like, I don't think anyone should walk around at like like in your 30s and be like, I'm scared <laughs> I'm going to see a spirit. I truly believe that you're talking to me. Okay. If you're thirty <laughs> something, to me too. you're thirty something years old, mm-hmm. and you have not seen anything like that in your mm-hmm. whole life. You're not going to. Well, so you God. know what? Thank God. Yeah, have, that's so. my theory. Is if you haven't, it's not. It's not going to happen for you. It's not. It's not going to happen. I just truly believe that some people do get a sense of this and you've actually told stories about mm-hmm. things so mm-hmm. so unfortunately you've seen it so unfortunately i'm 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 a seer yeah mm-hmm. You're a seer. Mm-hmm. and and like i think a lot of people out there are phonies they think they see people and they can call on so and so and that's not true but i do truly believe that some people just are open to it and have a sense but i i don't think it can just happen later in life though i think it's something you're like born with or it happens early and and once you see something once and that comes back to that quote. You notice them once, and then they all of a sudden notice you notice them. Mm-hmm. So then they're going to keep yeah. showing themselves. It's like, it's like you're attracting them. And it just... Right, like, right. Even though it's a theory I have, and there will never be proof, and you can agree with me or not agree with me, it doesn't matter. 
that quote to this movie just resonated with me because I was like, yes, that is exactly what I've been saying all this Mm -hmm. time, you know? And so then, you know, obviously reading into this story and it kind of goes against what I'm saying because I, most of these people probably haven't had weird sightings and all of a sudden for whatever reason in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, these people are having these sightings and then there is a giant tragedy. Oh, I can't talk. Tragedy on the bridge. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, And then it says that none of them saw anything after that. Oh, like it stopped. All the sightings stopped, right? Yeah. However, Mm -hmm. all these people all over the world, like in the Ukraine or other parts of the world, they will all, like, people see this. Mm -hmm. And it's like people in the Ukraine did not hear about the story in Pleasant, West Virginia. Mm -hmm. And they're seeing these, like, moth shapes or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's always impending. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's like, well, fuck. Mm -hmm. just makes you wonder yeah well talking about your whole like you're either you're either whatever born with it or not born with like the sight or whatever you want to call it you don't believe in the whole like near-death experience though like if you have a near-death experience that can give you like a heightened thing i don't know if i believe in that because i thank god don't think i've really had one yeah of course of course you know but that's the only thing i could think of where it's like oh no like that could happen midlife something happens and you almost die and then you're able to see something or you're able to do this yeah because aren't you guys like are you guys not concerned at all like thinking about watching these scary movies and sort of delving into the 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 maybe supernatural maybe like the the negative spiritual in some cases we're opening ourselves up some people think that well we'll fucking talk about what happened to me after i saw this movie it's fucking crazy on that note though gray how many times have you seen a scary movie you're horrified and you're just like sitting there and you're waiting for it all the time it ever happened it happens all the time Mm -hmm. But, but that could be a fabrication of my imagination, though. Oh, so things have happened. You've seen stuff. Uh, stuff. You know, n- you know, not really. I mean, <laughs> things have... So now, don't you know at this point when you see a scary movie, you know that that's just not going to happen for you? I, I don't think like that. I think that anything's possible. So you're still terrified if you see a scary movie. You're like, I might see a ghost tonight. Yeah. It, it could happen, yeah. Um, that's I think that's where we sort of diverge on why some of these movies scare us and why they don't. Because mm-hmm. you've sort of tuned yourself out of the possibility. Whereas my yeah. mind is... All, see, my mind is, always goes back to like my dreams. I think like a lot of the dreams and nightmares I've had are a hundred times <laughs> scarier than anything that I have watched in the theaters. So all of these movies are still on the table as far as like what's possible in my crazy mind because I know like what I've experienced in my own like dreaming thoughts so yeah when it comes to like you know the Mothman and thinking that um, you know there was that that there was the uh, the phrase where he goes if you may be attuned to it if you've experienced some type of trauma yes so Richard Gere wasn't exposed to the Mothman until his wife died so that that makes me wonder like well maybe he by exp- going through that whole process by him grieving the death of his wife and trying to to reconnect with her which was kind of a sad part of the movie because mm-hmm. he kept thinking that maybe she's still alive in mm-hmm. some sense which was super sad yeah and um mm-hmm. but maybe going through that process like tuned him into this like supernatural element you know if it, mm-hmm. if it exists yeah mm-hmm. so yeah i thought that was a really um scary like very unsettling aspect mm-hmm. of the movie I, I, I want to hear what... Well, maybe before we hear what happened to you. I, mm-hmm. I think... Okay, so one thing that happened to me... It was kind of a joke, though. When it got to the... I was, I'm watching this movie. I rented it on YouTube. And I'm watching it on my phone, right? And I was interested in going back to the part in the beginning where the Mothman 
It's like one of the first scenes where you... Oh, when you see him, actually. When you see mm-hmm. him, like, mm-hmm. j- jumping in front of the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Devin Rassin, uh loses control and they, they crash. I paused it. By the way, super freaky. He looks mm-hmm. insane and diabolical. I, and you know with your phone, you, if you push... On your iPhone, if you push the home button and the power button, it takes a screen cap. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm going to take a couple screen caps of this, pause and pause, mm-hmm. just see what it looks like, right? Mm-hmm. And then I, I did that, and then I was going to try to bring it to the pod and say, oh, mm-hmm. this is what they think the Mothman looks like. Then when the movie was over on YouTube, I closed the app and I went to my photo library, mm-hmm. and all the photos that the screen caps that I took were black. <laughs> like blank. Oh my god. And so I was like freaking out and like I was starting to get kind of sweaty. And I was like kind of doing this like shit. <sighs> then I went back to the video the, the video and I tried to do it again. I took more screen caps, more blank screens. Whoa. And then I was doing some research and then I realized YouTube has a feature in, pra- in place where you can't take screen caps. It like is copyright protected so if you push the button <laughs> It won't, it won't do anything. So I was like, oh, thank God. I'm not being haunted by the Mothman. Greg's like shit in his pants. I was. I was like... Being like, uh, God like damn. You thank God in terms of conditions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, That's my funny. God. That's oh, like, man. Downstairs and like literally like beads were coming down my face. Mm-hmm. Like, All right, we're going to try this again. We're going to test this scientifically oh, and see what happens. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Oh, my God. But, like, there were so many moments in the movie that just, like, put you off the moment. I thought, like, a, a huge moment where everything turned was when he spoke to, quote-unquote, the Mothman injured Colt on the phone. On the phone, yeah. And... Which was, just, the, was too, just, like, a fucked-up voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was one of the just creepiest like, oh, uh, horror man. voices, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a creepy voice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where he was, like... Uh, Asking him, you know, what happened to my wife? And instead of di- answering him directly, mm-hmm. he just um, exhibited what he was able to do. And he was, you know, he said, oh, well. Oh, like, what's in the drawer? Yeah, he said, Where, my where's my watch? He stuck his watch in yeah. his shoe and he shoved it under the bed. Mm-hmm. He's like, where is it? He's like, oh, it's in your shoe mm-hmm. under the bed. Like, And there were, like, moments like that where, yeah. he, where it just really creeped you out. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I also liked from an artistic standpoint was that there were so many scenes that blended in with the subsequent scene where what they did was they would take a very simple object in the foreground or the background and they would like turn it into, they would blur it and oh, it was like, mm-hmm. yeah. so if you think the about transition. a moth or a butterfly, mm-hmm. the wings mm-hmm. or, like, or the Rorschach test, like it, mm-hmm. there's a symmetry about it, right? Yeah. So they would, he would look at like the lights that were fixed on the ceiling mm-hmm. or the lights or the windows that were on the house and always like, split those in two and make it look like a moth's wings yeah. from scene to scene. And I thought that was just amazing and added mm-hmm. to the creepiness of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, was this, like you said, was this the that director's, this was his first feature movie? No, he had done a movie called Arlington hmm. um, Road and he did oh. U2 3D, which got like 90% plus ratings on oh, Rotten okay. Tomatoes. Right, okay, all right, okay. But... Um, he was he's not very experienced in major motion films. Yeah. This was like one of his yeah. first like forays into it, mm-hmm. especially in horror. So Yeah. He's really like yeah. hit it out of the park as far as especially like I said, just like I mean, unless it was, you know, the cinematographer handled a lot of the things we're talking about. And no, supposedly he was the one that like that really? bugged the shit wow. out of the cameraman by saying, Oh, film it this way, like, film it cool. this way. And Man. he like had artistic control over that. Which is something I really yeah. appreciated. I, I just I love that. From the from the intro mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember the intro. 
control, the much of the lights, the different yeah, scenes, the music. Sure. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have anything else, Laura? Did you have a creepy story? You just you talked about the birds behind you flapping around. Yeah, and then it was funny because we have had a lot of moths actually. So we have a our front door. We then have like a, a cast iron like gate, like screen door almost that closes. So there's always like a little gap. And uh, ever since I saw this movie, there have been like moths that get stuck in between oh, like, all the time. So it'll be first thing in the morning. You'll open the front door to leave the house. It's like six, whatever, in the morning, and there's just a fucking giant. Moth. Are you serious? It's mm-hmm. just like, oh god! And of course, it's just after I've seen this movie now. Mm-hmm. That I see them like left and right. Um, it's like ninety nine <clears throat> will die. No, no, yeah. I, you know, as much as I did enjoy it and it did freak me out, I will just say I know I say this a lot, but it also just felt cheesy. I mean, there are there was mm. some cheese, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't feel it until the very end. The the Laura Linney thirty seven wake up thing I don't for some reason for some reason the end kind of was like what year was this again oh two thousand two see I don't know what it is but I guess I just have maybe I'm just thinking of like a really good movie that possibly came out during these years of these movies that we review and so then I compare this movie to that. And I'm like, why does it feel behind? Mm. This keeps happening with like, all these movies mm-hmm. where we're doing. I mean, obviously with Don't Breathe 2016, that did not feel like that. But this feels behind also. I don't know what it is. Just the way it was shot. Good movie. I enjoyed it. I had to admit that I was wrong because the first time I saw it, I totally wrote it off. And it did freak me out. And it was also an interesting subject matter. I was truly interested in what happened in real life. And I wanted to do research on that. But... Mm. Yeah, there's just, I'm like, dude, 2002, Mm -hmm. why wasn't this done better? I I don't know. You know, movie was released like four or five months right after this? What? Jeepers Creepers. Well, that was way behind. (laughs) So then this one, compared to that, was like right on on track. This just also Mm -hmm. felt like a 90s movie. It did, Hmm. it did. Interesting. I don't think it would survive with Hmm. its pace nowadays. No. Mm -hmm. It was definitely long. I thought it was long. Yeah. I mean, yeah. some stuff could have been cut. If, you, if you're if you not familiar with the background and then you see it, I like that the whole movie, you're kind of like, it's the chemical plant, it's the chemical plant. Mm. And all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, no, it's the bridge. Yeah, yeah like yeah. that was kind mm-hmm. of a Yeah, that it was, was real. That it actually happened. Right. Actually, more that people died than they reported in the movie. Oh, yeah? That, yeah. Hmm. Supposedly, in real life, the that silver bridge um, gave way and 46 people perished. Hmm. Um, yeah. But I, the, 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 the airplane... The flight, the ninety-nine people died oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ninety-nine did not die in that, but mm-hmm. um, certainly yeah. a large number of people did. But they they meshed time frame. They definitely embellished a lot, right? But the the lore the lore was always based in um, this book by John Keel, which I'm interested to read actually. Um, but anyway, yeah. I think it seemed like the book would be more accurate than the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though the book is probably an embellishment, the movie's clearly a big embellishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The book would probably be an interesting, interesting one. I thought, I thought I heard her or I saw something they were doing a documentary hmm. about this. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but you know, but but that'd be that'd be cool to see yeah. a documentary because that's based in facts, you know. Well, 
Well, shit, let's get to your story. Oh, <laughs> yeah, let's down. Okay, let's do it. okay, are so... You getting, are you getting phone calls from injured Cold and not telling us, or what? I'll tell you right now. So, so watch this movie. You know, like I said, I, I started this movie late at night. It was probably like, you know, 1030 or something like that. So it's a two-hour movie. We're not over till almost close to one in the morning. And like I said, I'm, you know, on the edge of my seat. I'm nervous through this whole movie. Um, definitely just anxious. Uh, and then, like, you know, like I said, there's points in this movie where I'm, I'm closing my eyes. I literally don't want to see things that are happening you know uh so that and the movie gets over and i'm just like fuck god damn it fuck you greg you know you fucking pick this goddamn movie you know i was like shit you know stick yeah <laughs> yeah i look down i have chapstick in my hand no no <laughs> no but uh the movie gets over and i'm just like okay you know like and i'm like i can't like go to sleep I can't go to bed after this. I need to watch. I know me, me and you have talked about something like this, where like you would watch Friends or something. And oh, I'm yeah. like, you know, you gotta watch it. Something. I always, I always mm-hmm. will say it's time for a Disney movie now, or like mm-hmm. something. Very something. I think. Uh, I think uh, we were safe. we were rewatching West Wing, so I was just like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll watch West. Yeah, watch. I'll throw on West Wing. Yeah. So I throw on West Wing, and I'm just sitting there watching West Wing, and then I'm just kind of like like zoning out, still like thinking of this fucking movie, like I'm trying to like get it out of my head, you know, and then like I look like outside my window and the theme of red and I never noticed b- before but outside my window a second story balcony across from me is like a uh, was a transformer and there's like those two red lights on transformers oh and I've never noticed it before so I look over and like it was like slightly foggy so like they're not just red but they're like glowing around the red you know what I mean? Yes. Like when it's foggy and it's cold and they kind of glow, not just the light, but they're glowing. So I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, God. And I'm like, I've never noticed this before. You know? I'm like, oh I, I, you know? So that was that was one. <coughs> Shit. Mm, I die right now because I'm talking about the Mothman. Mothman. got a mothball. Mothball. I'm going to have to leave that in, God damn it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, <clears throat> Okay, 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 all right, all right. Yeah, so I'm looking out the window, and it's just, like, freaking me out. And then my phone fucking rings. I'm not fucking joking. My phone rings. It's fucking one in the morning. It's one in the morning. And my phone rings. It's, like, sitting next to me on the couch. And it just says, unknown. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. No, I didn't answer it. Hell no. There's... No fucking way I'm answering that fucking phone. You know, you're, uh, you you're, I'm surprised I have the same phone. I'm surprised I didn't just chuck the phone out the fucking window. But I didn't fucking answer it. Maybe people don't realize, but throughout this movie, there are an endless number of phones ringing. And they mm-hmm. are super creepy. Mm-hmm. So to hear that, like... Yeah. In that moment. Yeah. So I did not fucking answer that phone. I didn't leave a message because the new thing now they do on the phone where it like uh, it leaves like a like a text. It's a it's a voice message, but it puts it in text mm-hmm. and it, nothing. You know nothing. Oh. You know. But even a creepier thing too. And I mean, I don't know if you could be creepier than that. But then I was like, fuck it, I'm not fucking answering that shit. You know. And then I just like turned off West Wing and like ran in the room and then just like you know went to bed and like you know snuggled with my wife. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm going to bed and just like put my head under the like, covers like a baby. You know, and I was just, like, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. I took 
like I drink like oh my god probably like six ounces of Nyquil and I'm just like I'm going to sleep Holy fuck shit. it like I'm going to bed I mean I was still coming off a little bit of sickness but I'm like yeah. I want to be out I don't want to I'm just going to bed you know but then the next morning I like went to my phone to be like what the fuck you know and it has no <laughs> no history <laughs> of this call I swear to god there's no history yeah, of this call because it was like one it would have just left he's out it was like one whatever 148 or something i remember so the exact like, time you were so paranoid you hallucinated this i don't know i don't fucking know but i'm just like i went Your to my phone literally called you and the next morning it was not in the call history it was not in the call history no because it would have been at the top of the history it would have been the last call and it would have been unknown of course you know and then it was like the top one was like you know the last call with my wife earlier in the day oh, not man, fucking there I you would have answered? Oh, fuck yeah, I would. You're fucking, you're ball. You got bigger balls than I do. I got, <laughs> I got huge balls. Laura man. fucks. <laughs> <laughs> we Yo, say this way too peace. much in our pod, but uh, <laughs> it's our new catchphrase. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but yeah, so that was fucking crazy. How were you like, not, I'm done with this pod? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I tried to just like not think about it. I'm pretty good of like, I'm able to just be like, and it's like gone from my memory. It was fucking crazy. Like, I don't know if it was just randomness, but it's just weird. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I mean, I get unknown calls sometimes from spammers, but like it shows up on my call log. Yeah, I know. Because it's not yeah. injured fucking Cole calling me at work. That's why I'm like, cold. I, that, cold. that's why there was no way I was answering that fucking phone call. Oh, no man. way. You did. You, you pulled Richard Gere at the end of the movie. He's like, I'm not. Yeah. Calling. Yeah. I was like, screw it. I'm not. Deborah Messing. I'm not calling. I'm not answering your phone call, Deborah Messing. You know? No. Wow. Yeah. So it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. So I, was, I wanted, definitely wanted to save it before that we, be cool you know, we talk. thinking about all that kind of crap. That's... Yeah. That's way worse than your terms of agreement accident. <laughs> By the way, if I hadn't figured that out, that would be like freaking you, me out. You right? would still be freaking out, and then one of us would be like, well, Greg, like, yeah. I think maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clever on YouTube's part. Oh. Yeah, so it's crazy. It's, yeah, so I don't even know. We I don't think we've even decided what our next round of movies are going to be, but you guys better go easy on me. All right. God damn it. Oh, that I'm, was not, nice. I'm going like the uh, worst possible movie. You suck, Laura. Oh, we're all going <laughs> to see suck. it together. Oh, that's right. We're going to try to time it. Oh, that's true. Maybe that'll help out. You know, I'll be like, we guys watch my phone. Make sure. Oh, this, does anybody make phone calls in that hey, movie? If you get a phone call from an unknown, mm-hmm. that oh, I'll give it to you. Person. Give it to you. Mm-hmm. Be like, what? <laughs> what do you want? It's like, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> you scared me more than I scared you. <laughs> yeah, but that was crazy. That was that's crazy. Tricky, it was crazy. Yeah, you know, that's but that's like what we were just talking about of like, yeah, I've seen things before in my lifetime, and like, based on Laura's uh, determination of like, oh great, I have the sight. You know, they, they like you said, they saw me. They saw me noticing them. God damn it! Fucking Mothman. Jesus Christ! I rather it was my fucking tapeworm prophecies. <laughs> at least oh. that. At least that I can go to the doctor for. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's man. Crazy. But I, yeah. I do appreciate a movie that can like elicit paranoia in people. Ooh, that's and, a like, perfect word for this movie. Paranoia. Yeah, it's like a it, great it word. Makes you, like me. I'm not normally paranoid when I watch a movie, but I was just like looking over my shoulder, like. 
Oh, who's that guy on my street? What's he doing? He's, I don't recognize him. Why is he standing there like that? What? Is he hovering? Why is he taking a few minutes, you know? Oh, never mind. He's meeting up with that girl, and now they're leaving. Like, it, you know, I, I don't know. Even though this movie, no, so the, the previous two movies that we chose out of our trio were like invasion movies of the home, yeah. this is more like an invasion of the mind. Ooh, you feel like your nice. mind is not safe, like the, the moth. Mm-hmm. Man, it's like invading your mm-hmm. like you can't escape it. Yeah, it's probably you feel mm-hmm. so paranoid. I, I definitely didn't escape it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll also say that even though there are so many scenes where they're making it clear, like you're, we're not going to have answers on this, we're not going to have answers on the Mothman and like what's happening to everybody, and that's fine. But I'm kind of a control freak, and I like to have answers on certain things. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I needed an answer on the whole movie was okay. Is Richard Gere's character, John, is he a Gordon? Or is he the guy who is really well-versed on the like paranormal activity of the Mothman who oh. knows all the information and has mm-hmm. to shut it down? I was like, which one are you, man? Mm. Are you... I, I forget that character's name. Are you... The doctor. The professor, blah, blah, blah. the doctor. Mm-hmm. Are you mm-hmm. that guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or are you a Gordon? Is it going to affect you, attack yeah. you the mm-hmm. way that it affects you? Wait, why do you want to know that? I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I needed to know, and it felt like he was, he was more like the professor. Like yeah. he, I think when he didn't, had the knowledge, he didn't answer the phone. Much. You yeah. can't even have that knowledge. Mm-hmm. You have to just like let it. go. And he chose not to answer the phone. That's you know, when like he decided. The professor said, mm-hmm. "What's more important to you, having the answer yeah. or staying alive?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you guys have anything else from this movie? We kind of talked about yeah. right everything in the movie. You know how I'm possessed now and. Oh, my phone's possessed by the Mothman. Oh, did, did you have a... Is Grave going to make an appearance? Or is Grave, make, is make, grave not going to make an appearance? I can make a quick appearance. Hey, Greg, oh, Holy grave. fucking shit. Wait, Wait, the, grave just... Or Greg just turned over his... Pa- what the fuck? What is this? The only thing I wanted... Is that like a placemat from like Big Black Bear Diner? What is that? What is this? What? Wait, so, this is Madden predictions. All right, listen, listen. I, this is what I was getting into. Wait, I, wait. Are you Greg still? Or are you ready to get Graves out? We're Graves. We're out. Graves. Okay, wait, wait. Let's get Graves I, out. Wait, I, wait, 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 wait. I haven't let him out yet. Oh, let him out. Sorry, Graves has to come out. No, wait. I need to know what's happening here. Oh, wait, are you? Do you want to ask Greg or Graves? What's happening here? That's from The Simpsons. <laughs> That's from the Ohio River. All right, let's, let's, <laughs> wait, let's let, let's let uh, let's let Graves out, Laura. Can you can ask Gra- so Graves? Either thing. Like either Greg is so drunk that. I don't know what's gonna happen, and if we gotta cut this all, mm-hmm. or he's about to fucking blow my mind, and I'm just gonna. No, fall back I'm not gonna okay. blow right, anyone's right, mind. Right. This right. is just like random material. Okay, let's all let, let's all let uh, Graves out of the coffin, okay? Can I talk about? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, you Graves. Okay, Graves. Seriously, not going to take too much Gra- time. Graves this. is here, everybody. I Graves. was just interested in the lore of the local lore of the Mothman, um, the way it's been explained in sort of the in cryptozoology uh, circles is that the Mothman is um, he originates from Native American lore of the Ohio River Valley, and it, it's the idea that. Uh, Back when this was just owned and inhabited by Native Americans, they saw what were called thunderbirds, which were large birdmen, which if you saw them, they would essentially be omens of death, mm-hmm. omens of destruction. So that's something that um, has sort of carried with this with this story. And I was like curious about, well, it's called Mothman Prophecies. 
people see the Mothman and the moth, the the creature tells them of something that's going to happen, whether it's an, a devastating earthquake or a collapsing bridge or a plane crashing. So I was curious about, well, what other famous prophecies have we experienced uh, or, you know, are part of our, our culture? Um, and the first thing I thought of was like, you know, biblical prophecies, but I'm not going to get into that because it's like very extensive. But some of the other ones that are more modern are... Um, one thing that I thought about was how people talk about how the Simpsons often, you know, they they oh, 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 yes. predict how they predict the future. They like predict yes. the future. I looked up, you know, on Snopes, which is sort of like the fact finding website, yeah. and they've debunked a lot of them to the best ability to say that well, Simpsons didn't really predict it, but they've created episodes that people think are predictions. But mm-hmm. there are some which cannot really be explained, like the. Uh, the censorship of the Michelangelo's David statue, which was um, something that they created an episode in, and, and they they tr- they created a satire by saying that people get so sensitive that they're gonna have to put pants on on the Michelangelo's David sculpture, the marble sculpture, because it's showing his like genitalia, and only you know ten fifteen years later there was a there was a campaign to clothe the, the statue, and they thought oh that was a prediction. Um, there was a prediction that they had uh, that there would be a three-eyed fish coming out of a river that um, essentially like traversed next to like a chemical plant, and that was something that actually happened in like the '90s. There were a lot of um, uh, predictions that actually came true. And I don't really know the the difference between a prediction and a prophecy. I think prophecy is something that's predicted that's given to you by like a divine source mm-hmm. you know like you're not you don't come yes. up you don't calculate what you think is going to happen mm-hmm. but um and, and there were some other ones that i had found on the internet um about you know some uh, associated press articles back in the 50s that talked about how we would have phones on our watches and and phones in our pockets that we would be able to pick up and talk to each other mm-hmm. and i thought that was interesting um so i was just like interested in the lore of, of prophecy mm-hmm. and and predictions and uh its relevance in this movie and what does it mean? There was an interesting quote where he, where Richard Gere's talking to the the paranormal expert, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, what is, uh, what does the Mothman want?" And he goes, "This creature is something beyond human comprehension, you know, but they're not a god, you know. Imagine." And then he looks up and he sees a, a window washer on a skyscraper. He goes, "Man, you get through the window washer, and you can see a car accident ten blocks down the road." You can essentially uh, make a judgment and give information on what's happening. That doesn't make you a god. It just means you have a better vantage point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's look. So I think the lore of the Mothman. Like, what is the Mothman? Right. No one knows, and the movie is very explicit in, te- in trying to convince you that you're not supposed to know. But it's something you're going to dwell on after the movie's over. Yeah. But it, it is the idea of like, well, what is this purpose? Is it supposed to? warn you of something to come is it giving you give you something that you need do you need uh you know there are like several stages of of grievance Mm -hmm. you know does it is it just giving you something that you need in order to overcome it um so i just thought it was a really interesting movie when you talk about like free will and prophecy and prediction and um yeah i thought it was just worth digging into Mm -hmm. another really good good. graves digging good job graves good job graves you know, edit yeah. all that out. <laughs> no, no, we're keeping that in. We're what keeping it in. About? That was good, Graves. It's that was so good. good. Mm-hmm. 
That was good, Graves. Thank you. Thank you for making an appearance in this pod. Did you did you call me at one forty three in the morning, Graves? I did not, man. That that story's going to haunt me. Okay. All right. Well, get back in your fucking coffin then. All right, here we go. Right. Bye, Graves. See you, see you next time. <laughs> you need to start shutting that door quicker. Okay. All right. All right, Greg's back. Greg, Greg, Greg's back, everybody. All right. All right, Greg's back. You know. Um, yeah. So we can get to get to the end here. We can get to our ratings for this movie. Uh, I was thinking the obvious one is how many mothballs. How many mothballs? Come on, that's the obvious wait, one, right? Is more mothballs better or is it worse? Uh, hmm. I think we normally it's like the more the better, except when we went mm-hmm. scream a couple mm-hmm. episodes ago. Yeah, but, but moths are like they're less. like poisoned, aren't they? Like they keep moths away. Yeah, they keep moths away. Yeah. So do we want less to keep the moths? Well, we don't want moths. Yeah, so we mm-hmm. want more. So we moth want balls. more moth balls. So you're so you're thinking we want to do? Oh, well, it's the same rating system then. Yeah, what? one to five. One to five. Yeah, one, one to five. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, five being the best. Five being right. how many mothballs? I'm giving this three and a half mothballs. <laughs> you guys and your fucking halves. I said it's, it's hard. I you can't get commit it, man. to a I solid number. I give halves. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you were to go two and a half, you're talking middle of the road, and it definitely qualifies for at mm, least one mm-hmm. level above that. So I'm gonna give it three and a half. This movie was good, um, albeit it was quite long, two two hours. There were there was a lot of like back and forth that literally if you just cut it, him uh, John meeting with Gordon, ten trillion times, <laughs> cut a third of it out, and you leave yourself times. with like the mystery of what the Mothman is. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. A, a lot of this movie had to do with just stuff that was unseen and stuff that you really just made up in your head, yeah. and how you match it to to uh, current events and how they happened. Three and a half mothballs out of five. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what about you, Laura? How many you mothballs? Know, I'm really struggling with this. I hmm. think I'm going to go with three. Hmm. I don't want you guys to think that that's like me being mean. I, I almost gave it three and a half. Hmm. But I just feel like in the overall picture, you know, compared to so many other movies, which I feel like in the horror mm-hmm. genre, I'm gonna give more mothballs to <laughs> yeah i think this is a solid three it could potentially be a three and a half for me but i i will say though that from memory i was thinking this was like a 1.5 wow. so this really uh, i was hmm. i was very pleasantly surprised wow. how this also gave me paranoia watching hmm. it gave me anxiety and was hmm. better than what i remembered i don't know why i had such an issue with richard gear though uh okay yeah so my rating i'll i'll piggyback off your guys point system i'll give it a 4.1975 mm. holy shit <laughs> going into three decimal places three decimal oh. just to screw with you guys i really like this movie i really liked it like i said yeah i mean definitely the end you know i thought you know wasn't great but i thought everything leading up to i mean what do you say 120 minutes i mean 110 are really good the last 10 minutes are like, oh, whatever, you know. I didn't really care for the ending of, you know, like, oh, you know, the prophecy and she's saved now and you're 37. I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Was, yeah, yeah I was that like, was whatever. Like yeah, yeah, you know. Like like we talked about, like, it's more about the unknown yeah. in this movie than the known. You know, you see the end, you see what happens. I'm just like, eh, whatever, you know, but really solid. Like, is there anything that can scare, creep me out? This much, I'm definitely have to give it a high rating, you yeah. know. So I really enjoyed this movie. So thank you, Greg. Yeah. 
Yeah. Thank you. I, wow. I've never, I never even I'm heard glad. of this thing before. I've never even heard of this movie. So I'm glad yeah. you liked it. You know? that, that, so that to me means that this guy, Mark, Mark Pellington, succeeded. Yeah. He, he mm-hmm. really didn't care if you got scared or if it haunted you endlessly for hours. He just wanted you to walk away with and it impacted me in some way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it seems like for both of Tell you guys and me, we thought that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's it for the week. So you can uh, you guys can always hit us up, uh, you know, at Gmail. You can hit us up conjecturingpod at Gmail or uh, Twitter, Instagram at conjecturingpod. Uh, let us know what you think. Let us know if you guys got any phone calls, anything creepy. <laughs> if you watch this movie, uh, let us know. You know. Uh, so this has been the conjecturing. I've been Rob and Laura and Greg. Yeah. Until next time, remember Horace objective. So conjecture away. See ya. Peace out. Bye. Double fisting, let's do it.